वेळ लागल्याशिवाय इतिहास घडत नाही काउच पांडेच क्रिकेट पॉडकास्ट फॉर द फॅन्स बाय द फॅन्स Okay, we are live from YouTube. Welcome one and all to a very special Sunday stream of Couch Pundit's Cricket Podcast with me, Dhawal. And today, with a very special guest, we have Rob Moody. Uh, uh, if you are sending in chats, I am opening it. So just hang in there. But today is one of the few days where we turn off slow chats so you can go crazy. Um, to introduce the guests we have on today, uh, if you are a cricket fan like us, if you have spent nights uh, getting sucked into the YouTube rabbit hole, of watching matches that you didn't know happened players that you didn't know existed and watch them do things that you didn't think were possible uh, it's because of a youtube channel called roblinda and and we have the man behind the channel today the man who cannot be struck down by any copyright claim the man himself rob moody thank you so much for coming on man my absolute pleasure always happy to chat uh, cricket with uh, hardcore fans and everyone out there uh, uh dawal if you would like to walk us through what we are talking about today and yeah, have figure out this youtube comment uh, yes uh, thank you again rob for coming uh, so today we are going to uh, talk about obviously the india england uh, test match that happened the fourth test where uh, once again india won comprehensively uh, for uh, after that we are going to address what is happening over in new zealand australia coming up with their own problems regarding t20i uh, selection maybe maybe not uh new zealand won that series 32 and just generally having a fun uh, chat with rob here so yeah let's get right into it uh we'll start with the india england series la- rather the last test match and uh, yeah so england first innings 205 how do you win a test match if you score 205 in the first innings rob uh it's very difficult you would need to be uh the west indies team of the early 80s they that they figured whatever team whatever score the team made batting first you know <laughs> uh or if they batted first they would bowl that team out for less and they pretty much did it every time you you you, you can only hope if if you're the batting team that your bowlers do an equally good a job but england's bowlers are not that good and they didn't do so well <laughs> and, i mean well, uh, it was not it's james anderson i think it was also just picking the wrong people half the time right uh yeah. it's, it's we were discussing this on the last stream also i felt like it was it's been very reactionary this whole series the pitch is reactionary the batting is reactionary tactics have been very reactionary they're just and the problem is they're reacting to the last innings not even to what's going on immediately in front of them Yeah well the crazy thing from from an Aussie point of view we can't believe that you drop players who are performing and your best players could you imagine Glen McGrath just saying no just have the next test off you've just won us the game but take the next one off you know just have a rest he'd he, he'd he'd be stabbing the selectors in, in the throat uh you know shame one did just miss tests randomly because you need to rest so it's just crazy that that's just not it's just not how test cricket works and england have been shown up i i understand their reasoning is because you know they want to keep people fresh that are within the bubble and for series coming up but you know uh there were some players that didn't get dropped and others that didn't so uh yeah i i think you've got to have a consistent team like india did all the way through 
and they've been in a bubble for a long time, <laughs> a long time, a crazy amount of time, um, yeah. and there's no complaints there. So, yeah, it's just it's disruptive when there's injuries that force people out of the team, but when you're doing it on purpose and three or four people every game, it's crazy. Yeah, it's also just the like the, the traditional approach is bowl till you break, right? And then and then go back and get yourself patched up and then come back and bowl till you break. Because the whole the, the idea of what bowlers do is just tempting fate when it comes to their heels and their fucking hamstrings and everything anyway, right? Like you're constantly telling your body, oh, I'm gonna put 16 times the weight that you're supposed to have on you at any given time, and we'll see what happens. So the idea that you can get away from an injury, I don't know if it's if it makes that much sense. Uh, uh, Dawal, did you feel like, like, I think even the batting, generally the batting left a lot to be desired even in India, uh, even from India, you know, but, I mean, but hmm. yeah, you would, you would say that, but you know, like, uh, India may working conditions, ka aisa kuch hai nahi, so like people are okay with it, you know. Yeah. I think it's the years of not having any kind of proper labor law. Yeah. There is no labor law. Right. Right. Uh, so, but yeah, man, like if you look at England's batting selection, Johnny Bairstow coming in for Rory Burns. Yes, Bairstow had a good series in Sri Lanka, but uh, then you send him back uh, to England. He's now coming back after a break. Rory Burns has sort of performed better than the rest of your batting in the previous game. He gets dropped. Dom Best takes a four-wicket haul. He gets dropped the next game. Uh, so there was a lot of reactionary uh, cricket going on, reactionary selection calls going on. Asking Moin Ali to stay, I mean, come on, like what are you doing? You let your other batsman, your butler go and Moin Ali is also scheduled to go and you ask him to stay. I mean, there's just like a lot going on in that camp, right? So telling signs there. Do you uh, see Australia doing something like that anytime soon, Rob? No. Uh, the the closest they'll get is what's happening now, where there's a squad in New Zealand, and there would have been a squad in South Africa. But no, I I can't see any other team doing it. I I, I think England won't do it again. But uh, how they'd be pretty brave to be that stupid again. I mean, they were actually in a, a winning position, one nil after the first test, and it you know they should know India are. Pretty good these days of coming back from a 1 0 defeat in the first test. Uh, they've done it again, you know, and England just did themselves no favors at all. I mean, we were laughing here. I mean, we couldn't believe it, you know. Uh, yeah, and Bairstow is, if he's a test number three, then, you know, I'm Shane Warne's brother. But uh, he's, yeah, they, they've, they've got problems. They've got problems. That's good. Yeah, man. Great. Yeah, so I hope I they continue to... our problems. Yeah, straight yeah, on yeah. through to the Ashes. <laughs> exactly, right. I mean, can you imagine an Ashes test match where Jofra Archer is rested? You know, just like a series on the line and no, you know what, Jofra Archer is going to get a rest. I, I don't see that happening again. Uh, but, uh, but England was never in contention for the WPC, right? Like when it, when they came into this series, they, they, were, they, they would have... But they would have had to do some ridiculous shit to win it. Like they would have had to win some three one or something for for them to be able to do it. Two zero so to England was also a thing. But yeah, but I think they know. 
Yeah, and for this last test match, so I think England was just like, fuck it, dude. Like, fuck it. Like, we'll see the ashes. No, I don't care. No, I don't. You know, like that kid in the, I don't know if you all have that. You have backyard cricket. No, did you ever have that guy in the neighborhood just takes his bat and fucks off when he's upset? You know, I kind of felt like that with England, you know, because they were just like, no, no, we are going. We will now see you at the ashes. Now we're going to hide our face for a bit. Yeah, um, well, they, they knew what they were getting themselves into. I mean, you know, uh, every team does. It, it's like when teams used to go to the West Indies in the 80s and 90s. You knew what you were getting. <laughs> you were getting bounced out for 90 overs a day, you know, uh, and that's what you got. Uh, and we, when you go to India, it's been a long time since India has produced a pace bowling wicket, you know, and e- even then it's a fluke or there's some, just some rogue groundsman who's got a problem, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know what you're getting in India. So, and that they knew it. And these days, with all the support staff and all the technology, you know, but when it comes down to it, they were just missing straight balls all day. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's, that's pressure. That's Aksar Patel and Ashwin bowling, and you just fucking getting mind fucked with yep. Rishabh standing behind fucking constantly being annoying. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, we have Staples. an interesting, since you talked about Johnny Besto, our uh, Aditya, our analyst friend who has been listening for a while, he says the last five tests versus India for Johnny Besto, it's been 10 innings, 67 runs, an average of 6.7 and 5 ducks. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's not a... <laughs> he's a really test number a... 3 who has played 74 matches and averages 35. That is not really good numbers, I would say, for an English number 3. Uh, yeah, so Aksar and Ashwin, you spoke about them and what a first innings they had. Uh, Siraj also bowled really well in the first innings of this test match. But again, it was just Ashwin and Aksar uh, show all along. Uh, do you think these guys, like what, what is happening to like team selection in India? Uh, you have Aksar for Jadeja. Jadeja is unfit. He's going to come back. Probably Aksar is going to sit out. Uh, Again, Washington Sundar is sort of a placeholder in this team. Yeah. Right? Uh, and uh, yeah, are these good selection headaches according to you, Rob? Does this like remind you of Australia back in the day? Yeah, except, you know, we wouldn't leave Boomer out of any team. But India have got a choice. I mean, he's not injured, is he? So it's either he's getting married. No? Yeah. I think he's getting married. <laughs> okay. Because he should, if 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 they're going to play one pace bowler, you'd play Boomer any day. I mean, Ishant didn't look very good for much of this series anyway. You know, uh, he almost had no impact, um, and Siraj looks a lot better. Uh, everyone's seen that, um, but yeah, but they are headaches. But they're only headaches when, depending on where they're playing. I mean, if if the next test they play in England. Obviously, who are you going to pick? You can't pick three spinners, so Sunda, Ashwin, and Axa all aren't going to play. Uh, so that's where Ishan, Siraj, and Boomer will play, and probably Ashwin, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were just discussing before the stream started how annoying it was that Washington Sundar didn't get to make his century. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think I think there's going to be a lot of like, it's going to be at least I, I would have said at least two words walking off the pitch just to whoever got out last and just been like are you f-ing really f-ing? like two balls f-ing? 
and and i saw no remorse on anybody's face at that point i don't know if you noticed that like but like siraj siraj was the last one to get out i think and yeah. it was like literally their eyes were in different lines like the siraj wouldn't even look towards washi <laughs> uh do you think generally do you think washington sundar is going to have a future in this team though i feel like considering what happened abroad considering what happened here uh do you see him being as useful in the wtc finals i don't uh, think he picked yeah. in the wtc finals nahi na wow wow nobody's nobody's on the team for this okay fine fine but what do you right. give our well, chances against zealand It depends at that point who's firing in the top six. I mean, India's top six is not settled, uh, and you know if they if they persist with Pant at six, then you can fit in the extra player, which would be Sundar. Out of anyone, uh, that's where I see him fitting in. Uh, but it all depends. I mean. most of the batsmen had pretty bad series you know pujara has had a pretty awful run for a while and uh, kohli's done nothing um and shubman gill has done absolutely nothing yeah <laughs> which is the biggest surprise of 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 all um in fact agarwal looked better in the matches that he played uh in australia but he seems to obviously he's in the squad but uh he was uh, dropped pretty quickly <laughs> you know for gill when gills and done much well this whole series is a nothing mm. so it's really only coley and he's done nothing either, just one one fifty or two fifties but having said that they've been having one innings a match pretty much so mm. you know so that, that makes it hard when the england have been getting bowled out for such low totals that india don't get a solid second innings uh uh what do we do about the kiwis man how do we beat the kiwis at lords because i feel like we got into this and and i don't know if we really thought about it i don't know what plan i don't i don't see us beating the kiwis i really don't did we expect new zealand to make it to the finals because they played two test yeah. matches outside of home so it's you know whatever it is it's unfortunate that the percentage points had to be calculated but yeah So New Zealand are sort of like you know they've snuck into the finals I feel but they are a really good test team and it's over a period so you know it's justified uh, the point collection and all of that uh, but I think when it comes to beating New Zealand uh, it's going to have to do with uh, tackling Trent Bolt early on Neil Wagner throughout the day he'll just keep bowling and uh, Wagner is a beast yeah so it's it's going to be who bowls better again uh because both the batting lineups are so similar you've got williamson versus kohli you've got a bunch of their batsmen who are you know uh, pretty good you don't them. know the names of dawal don't don't pretend that you know their names you don't know anybody's you only know kane williamson and wagner and that one you follow on twitter that's all you remember jimmy nisham hardly plays test cricket but uh, <laughs> that's also like you know uh who ah, ah, who who don't don't be shifty okay. eyes don't look around why why are you why are you suspecting me man like i am your co-host why are you suspecting whether or not i know their names i know okay, their so names i don't want to name them who are their opponents nathan and bj watling okay good good i thought you were going to say daniel test me don't test me akash it's like i'm hosting a cricket show over here 
Uh, yeah, so shit talker Akash returns. Uh, moving on. Uh, yeah, how do we beat New Zealand at Lords, Rob? I think it'll depend on the conditions. Lords is mostly flat, but if they want to produce a tough pitch, they can. Like when England uh, played Ireland there uh, mm. 80 months ago, and Ireland made 38, and it was a yeah. Terrible pitch. The conditions were awful. So wait, 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 uh, wait. We don't say we don't say English pitches are bad. We don't say that. Come on, Rob. Yeah, it's not allowed. It's uh, not. In, in, swinging, yeah. steaming pitches. How can that be bad? Yeah. Well, the in England, you're unlucky if 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 you get the double whammy, which is the the green pitch and overcast skies, and that's pretty much what happened that day. But then again, these days. Test batsmen aren't as solid defensively as they used to be, and they yeah. cannot cope with anything. Every team is the same now. Even England, that they do nothing at home. And Alastair Cook never got a hundred against Australia in England. Can you believe um, these guys aren't as good at just batting out an hour against swing bowling? They just can't do it. So uh, that'd be really great. I'd actually prefer it if that pitch had a bit of, a bit of life in it, because then it's a bit of a free for all. If it is a general Lord's pitch, which is pretty good for batting, but not a total road, I feel that's in India's favour because I think they can bowl better uh, on pitches that uh, are a bit flatter. They bowl great against us here in the summer. All the pitches were pretty good here. There was no yeah. spicy wickets. And New Zealand, when they toured here the year before, but mm. absolutely thrashed and bolt and Southie didn't even last the series. They, we, mm. they got smashed out of the team. So, yeah, they 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 need some life in the wicket. The, the only guy that doesn't is Wagner. Mm. Uh, and India don't have a spinner of note. So India actually, I think India will beat them quite easily. I mean, you've just got to, even if Williamson gets 100 in each innings, there's, there's not a lot of depth in the batting there that I see. Uh, Watling's okay. They can hold up an end. Ross Taylor, mm-hmm. obviously coming towards the end of his career. Uh, the openers, I don't expect, will do much in England. And in general, they don't do well in England anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I reckon in, India will win. And they'll, they'll love having the whole summer this year in England with all that experience to... To see how it goes, but uh, yeah, anything could happen, but depends on the pitch. The pitch is spicy, then I reckon New Zealand are in the game, but if it's a bit flat, mm. it's just a regular test pitch. If it's like the Gabba pitch from a few months ago, New Zealand would lose on that pitch any day of the week. Mm. Okay, since we're talking about New Zealand, let's come back to the test match a little bit that was at hand and uh, talk about Ben Stokes. Uh, before this uh, match, I think Ben Stokes, uh, other than his 80 in the first innings of the first test match, Ben Stokes didn't do much. He was constantly, you know, Ashwin's bunny. Uh, but Aksar got him out a couple of times as well. Uh, and uh, you saw him come back with a decent knock in the first innings. Uh, and with four wickets while India was batting. So you can't keep a champion player like Ben Stokes down for very long. And uh, there's obviously, as soon as he started performing in India, there were comparisons. Okay, who is now the world's best all-rounder? Is it Stokes? Is it Ashwin? Uh, I don't know. Uh, thoughts on this, you guys? Rob, I'll come to you first. 
Why do we not yeah, see it... spinning all-rounders as good? Oh, Stokes is genuine. Obviously, he can do. He can literally do anything. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Australia's seen that. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, only because we let him with our shitty oh. reviews. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, by the way, one of uh, my favorite cricketing moments of all time: watching Tim Payne slowly shit his pants over the course of three overs, just watching him. Lose every single fiber of his confidence completely, making shit calls, just doing things. Nathan Lyon getting more and more. Ah, I, I mean, I, I, as an Indian cricket fan, oof, it was a was meltdown. Stupid. It was an Australian meltdown that the world was waiting for. I feel. Yeah, yeah it was too much fun for years of it. dominance. I didn't have this much fun. Last time I had this much fun watching an Australia-related thing was when Steve Smith cried. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was too funny, dude. <laughs> when Steve Smith cried, no, I lost my shit, dude. Like it was even funnier than uh, this one. Uh, who else had cried? Hey, who had cried on TV? Kapil Dev, dude. Remember when Kapil Dev cried? <laughs> uh, Ab De Villiers cried when he when they got kicked out of the 2020 mm-hmm. World Cup a few years yeah. ago at that the press conference at the sorry at the pre match post match ceremony. Um, James Anderson at the post-match comments when Sri Lanka won in England, where England didn't didn't uh, they lost on the second last ball of the day mm. of the Test match. Uh, yeah, but uh, happens. Yeah, I know it's, did, it's a lot of fun. Did, did MS Dhoni cry when he got run out in the World Cup semi-final? <laughs> that is the real question. Did he cry? He looked like he was crying. But uh, no one. Knows. That was just his eyes sweating because he's yeah. too old. He can't see the ball. You know, nobody listens to me when I keep saying this. But you know, people think I'm a. I don't like uh, Kohli, but no, I'm more of a not Dhoni fan. Uh, because Dhoni at the back end of his yeah back end of his career, he was just hanging out, and he was I think hoping for a farewell series, like how Sachin got. Uh, you know, and I think that's what like it, it was not going to happen, and then he shouldn't have been in that World Cup team. Almost I felt. Um, but anyway, those are things for another day. Are you following? Uh, uh, we have a super chat. Hey, we have a super chat. First of the day. Thank you, man. Um, feeling bad that no one else is doing super chat. Thanks, Ishan. That was the super chat. Moving on. Uh, I am also feeling bad that nobody is doing super chat. But that's okay. Uh, do you want to take? Dhawal, do you want to take some of the Discord questions? Yeah, sure. We can take some so, Discord questions. I like three, so I'm going to take the three that I like. Uh, if you don't follow us on Discord, you can. We do post-match shows between these live streams as well. And there's a lot of stuff that happens there. Uh, so our friend Aditya, who is also known as Optimistically Guruji, he's an analyst and he asks... Who, by uh, the way, wanted to uh, remain anonymous. So thank you, Akash. Optimistical Guruji asks, <laughs> your f- favorite fourth innings test knock in a winning cause. Was it Kusil Pereira's 153, Lara's 153, Pant's 89 or Stokes' 135 not out? I'll go the Kusil Pereira one uh, because it doesn't get uh, the credit. Uh, you know, uh, pretty amazing effort to to do that in South Africa when Sri Lanka's never won anything there. I mean, it's the it would you know? Could you imagine if uh, Coley did that hypothetically three years ago at Sydney when they won the series here? I mean, it would be. Insane, but it was a low-key test series in, in South Africa, as they mostly are these days. South Africa's not the, not the team they were, but hey, it's a lot of runs to get when they were nine down. And 
I couldn't believe they do. And and uh, yeah, uh, Lara's was was pretty magnificent. I mean, uh, um, that was unbelievable. Um, and against a, one of our best bowling attacks too. So it's a close a close second. But from the historic point of view, mm. for Sri Lanka to win in South Africa, when everyone knows that Pakistan, India, and Sri Lanka historically have not won here. Now, India has twice in a row, uh, and yet the, the other two subcontinent teams, or three, including Bangladesh, they've got no real chance of winning in South Africa any time soon. But India do. And so, uh, yeah, if India played in South Africa right now, they would win so easily, so mm. easily. But anyway, yeah, the number one fourth innings would be uh, Pereira's 135. Was 135? 135. 130. Yeah, 153. Yeah, 153. That's right. It's the same score as Lara, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, another question that I have. Okay, now this is, a, this is one that we have. So, do you actually believe that Mike Dennis was fair to the India team in 2001 Test Series? Because that video is titled, The Day India Bought the ICC. <laughs> Well, what what was I going to uh, title it? You know, uh, you know, spastic old England man doesn't know the rules of cricket. <laughs> uh, of course, he wasn't fair, but uh, uh, but how good was the viewing? I mean, you know, Shastri getting all angry and uh, um, uh, Sidhu wanting to kill him and everything with all these crazy comments, and it was. An insane series. I mean, after that first test, which was great, uh, yeah, the, the the second was an absolute disaster, and it was so so great, you know. Um, but from, from a viewer's point of view, it was great, especially from a neutral point of view. But uh, yeah, there was a lot of craziness uh, by the officials, obviously. But uh, yeah, he was he was probably a little harsh. But then, hey, didn't work out so well for him in the end. So I'm sure he uh, regretted it until his dying day. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's the day India bought the ICC. <laughs> bought the ICC. Uh, uh. I mean, you know, I, I, we've been talking to so many different guests. We had uh, Mr. S. Ganesh, we used to run the, uh, he used to work for Adidas. So he was the sports, Adidas sports guy for all of Asia. And Asia, no, Dhawal? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and he was talking about how it feels as an Indian fan to see that change, you know, in attitude uh, of of the world towards India and 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 how much power we have. And like I'm of the viewpoint that we need to be a little more responsible with the power because God knows that nobody else was in the past. Uh, but uh, but I think the average Indian older fan is kind of happy to have this power now, you know, almost because it's like it's been so many years of taking shit from these white people, and now. We will take it. It's like colonization revenge. <laughs> but on the field of cricket somehow. Uh, you've seen, I mean, you have videos from Kapka Picha Picha all the way back. Uh, 80s bowling, 90s bowling, 2010s bowling. Uh, do you feel like that's, you know, like in the 80s, literally, it was just people trying to bowl at people's heads. Right? Like it was just people hurting each other. 
uh, and then you saw it kind of dramatically reduce in the 90s like if you remember i mean you only put the video there's one where brettley hits that guy in the face no, i think chamanda chamanda was no chamanda was i think back of the head uh uh brettley hit are ha ha brettley only ne brettley hit somebody in the back of the head with a ball i remember that video uh mm-hmm. do you feel like that attitude has been switching like do you feel like there's a there's a shift in terms of curbing bowler aggression uh actively curbing bowler aggression more and more as time has gone back well there has and you know uh rabada you know was pretty fiery over the last few years and he got fined and suspended and all, all that sort of business but he wasn't really uh, being aggressive with his bounces he was just just being a just being a bit mouthy on the field you know but uh, you know it wasn't like say the west indies guys in the 80s were literally bowling six bounces and over they were bowling a lot of bounces but uh, you know they they did pitch a lot of balls up when it was moving like in england that indus ball bounces every ball because it would be a waste of time so they were, they were clever but when the bouncer rule came in in the early 90s that you could only bowl two bounces it made bowlers be a bit smarter about how to use the short ball and how short and and accurate it, ne- it needed to be to get whatever desired result they want you know were uh, uh so you know a, a shoulder high bouncer that nips off the seam and and moves in is probably you know uh more dangerous than a ball that you know just sails past the batsman's helmet yeah, yeah. so i i do feel like people bowl bounces without a lot of thought in the 80s uh, some of the time but uh so i think bowlers have had to get a, a bit more smarter to deal with the, the with the laws but you've got to be fast though you know with the exception of someone like wagner who just bowls a really weird angle and you know yeah no one no one else is bowling bounces but no one else is really fast enough you know and and you've got to be you've got to generally be a little bit tall as well i mean i i really couldn't imagine someone like like boomer just sitting down a ton of bounces why would he do that when he's got such a killer stock ball you know yeah um so yeah and pitches are flatter these days too so in general <laughs> for for fast bowlers anyway so mm. it's a lot harder work i mean how many games you seen in pakistan where the ball is even bounce <laughs> above the stumps anyway it's consistently <laughs> low and slow hence why pakistan cheated so often in the 80s with the with the with the ball tampering i mean it's this how it is you got to Do you can on those crap. Rob reverse swing is not ball tampering. Please. Yeah, yeah, come on. Reverse reverse <laughs> artist Rob artist. <laughs> okay, so one more question coming in for Rob from the super chat. Thank you man Karthik for the super chat. Uh he's saying uh, Rob who are the young players 24 or under in the world right now who you think will become the next big stars of world cricket? Well, there's one in particular that as an Australian uh viewer Cameron Green is just unbelievable. I mean, he's the best batsman, young batsman I have ever seen ever. Uh he's just unbelievable. I mean, I know he, he didn't he didn't he didn't make a ton of runs in the in the test series, but uh, mm. he looks um, I mean, he's made an unbelievable amount of first class runs this season and he looks just phenomenal. I mean, 
Ponting didn't look that phenomenal. I didn't think quite early on he had problems uh, with his footwork and he was a bit average against spin. Yet to see if Cameron Green can do that, but uh, Michael Clark looked pretty good when he was young, but he, he, he wasn't making massive double centuries. I mean, 250 today, Cameron Green. Um, he's making massive, massive runs and uh, he looks amazing too. He, you know, if someone like Marcus Harris makes a 200, I still don't think he's any good because he just looks like he's going to nick every ball to the slips, you know. Whereas Cameron Green has a really straight game. So I think he's uh, he's pretty amazing. Um, uh, I don't know. Who, who else is there under 24? Shubman Gill obviously looks excellent. He has a pretty, very clean range of shots and has a lot of time. So I, I think he's one. Um, and I quite liked, from a T20 point of view, I quite liked uh, Tom Banton from England. Um, mm. I thought he – I don't think he did much recently, but I, I thought he was uh, young and pretty good. Yeah. There's also Kyle Jamieson. I think he's under 24 too, right? Yeah. I mean, in general, he's he, he looks good too. Just got smashed last match. but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like, uh, like you know you know this happens a lot to a lot of people they have a great start uh, to their career like you know they explode and then you know it equalizes and then people sort of like oh no he was good but now but that's going to happen right through your career there's going to yeah. be like bad patches so uh, they should not get dropped for having two bad innings is what i used to feel and then uh, mayank agarwal got dropped so yeah that's cricket for you Great leveler and all this. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm going to take a couple of super chats yeah. that have come in as well. Uh, Tirthman, thank you for the super chat. He says, Dhoni Baap has captaincy and Kohli needs him. Okay, but uh, now Dhoni doesn't play cricket. So, I don't think it matters. Uh, uh, Soham Shimpi, thanks man. He's saying, uh, are the new Indian players better than current 11? I don't understand the question. If any of you understood the question, uh, you can take it. It says, are the new Indian players better than the current 11? Uh, okay. Let, let, let's talk about the current 11 then and uh, a little focus on the batting performance other than Rohit from the top order. Like we, we were discussing this earlier as well that uh, Rob said that India's top six is not settled. Uh, I think what he meant was I, I think the selection is settled. There's not going to be too much change in the top six, at least no. going into the uh, World Test Championship finals. Uh, it will look more or less like the top six that played here. Uh, maybe you might see Gill being replaced. I hope not, but it might happen. Uh, but still, yeah, let's talk about Pujara and Kohli. They've not had a massive score for a really long time. Uh, what is what is going on here? Where is Virat Kohli that we know? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, Kohli and Pujara. In particular, haven't done well. Coley got a seventy odd in the in the in the last test or the test before, but Pajara's done almost nothing. Um, and you know he was criticised for his slow innings in Australia. That though, you know, but the most he got was a couple of fifties. But uh, even though India won, it still wasn't good enough output for a, a number three. Uh, mm. And 
and they were good pitches too. So, uh, and the critics will say he scores too slow. That if he doesn't go on to get a big score, then he's made fourteen off seventy balls, and has just you know put the team into a bigger hole. But yeah, is he's a tough one because there's not many players that really bat like him. You know, he's mm. uh, you know uh, so unless there's someone standing out to take the number three spot, it would be a pretty big call. You'd have to have a pretty average series in, in England. Um, but uh, he never looks out of form, but he, he, he nicks the ball a lot. You know, that's his main main fault that I can see in his technique is that he, he was a big nicker on off stump playing defensively. And... And uh, yeah, it's that so, tendency to just kind of like let the bat go little ahead, you know. It, yeah, he, he just he just prods at it, and and he doesn't. Yeah, and uh, it must be so frustrating to be at that level of cricket and have such a small kink constantly get into the way of your job. Yeah, <laughs> when you've got uh, when you're facing Cummins and Hazelwood, and then guys like Broad and Anderson. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> they're the players that are just are waiting to see that tentative front foot defence and the yeah. slips are just waiting every time. So doesn't seem like it's going to be good for uh, Pujara in uh, in England, but yeah, we'll wait and see. But it, it only takes, it, you know, with, with Indian selection, I mean, they dropped Agarwal after just one bad test because, you know, so and he had made a century in New Zealand the year before. You know, he so it's not like he'd done badly leading up. So you never know, but it depends who's knocking at the door. Hmm. Uh, Aditya is uh, Aditya Madhuri sends in a super chat. Uh, thanks, man. He's saying, uh, Rob, you are an angel to for cricket fans of all ages, which is very true. Uh, a question for all of us: If there was one cricketer you could be, who would it be? Vasi Makram for me. That's what Aditya said, not for me. Uh, who? Why would you want to be Vasi Makram? Anyway. Guys, any thoughts? Anyone? Why would you want to be a cricketer? Like, why would you want to be one of those cricketers? But yeah, anyway, like answer the question, guys. I don't know, man. If I was, if I had to, if I could be a cricketer, I would be somebody who has had no pressure on him. So definitely not an Indian cricketer. Like probably like some New Zealand cricketer, because like there it's like the twelfth biggest sport after sheep bouncing or whatever they do there. And <laughs> Jitin Patel, huh? Like. Jitain Patel, he's the English uh, bowling coach right now. You could be him. Yeah, why the f- man? Like anything that has that doesn't involve a lot of running. That's the Ramesh power. Chalo. <laughs> I think I would be Ramesh power. I would just chill on like long off or somewhere. Just Santi se. Nobody expects anything out of me. God knows why I got selected. Even I don't know why I've been selected. Bas, that is the place to be. Rob, you? Uh... If I had to be someone for a day, it'd be pretty funny to be Shahid Afridi. Uh, you know, knowing that... <laughs> then you know how old you are. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be pretty you know? cool. You, you, <laughs> you could just slog first ball for a duck and no one cares. Everyone loves you still. Uh, <laughs> you bowl on two overs. You get paid more than anyone else. Uh, you could do if you did good, if you did bad, it's the same. Yeah, you, know, and you uh, have unlimited retire, retirements. You can come back whenever you want. Yeah. Um, or the, the other guy would be Chris Gale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, because sense. he would have the coolest 
time, I figure. Just, you know, gets what he wants, when he wants, literally whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that it'd be, yeah, it, it'd be like being a proper, you know, prince, you know. <laughs> <laughs> on your own no, luxury I'll, island. That would have been my answer. Like Chris Gale would have been my answer. Cause. Okay, cool. I'm I'm gonna stick with Ramesh Pawar. Hey Jitu man, thanks for the super chat. Back to the topics, Davils. Hey, hit the like button, guys. Hit it. We're almost at 200. Hit hit. Yeah, so so back to the topics. Uh, we have to talk about uh, Rishabh Pant now, or rather, we get to talk about Rishabh Pant now and uh, what a turnaround this guy has made. Uh, it since like the last three, four months. Mm. Uh, he's, you know, had a massive series in Australia. And now people are starting to think how could they have not picked him in the 11 for the first test match in Australia. Uh, so the kind of player that he is finally getting the confidence, not just from the team management that I think he always had, but from the mm. fans as well, you know, like they have started to realize that this guy is the real deal. He's a match winner. He's done it now. So, yeah, Rishabh Pant, reverse sweeping Anderson for six. (laughs) Also under 24. Yeah, also under 24. It's like a statement now that, you know, this is is what he does. And this is what India does. They reverse sweep Anderson for six with the second new ball. So, yeah, thoughts on Rishabh Pant, Rob? He's, He's awesome. So, he's backed up the batting with solid keeping and... Making runs in, in this in the fashion that Gilchrist used to do. It you know, Gilchrist rarely came out at say you know five for four hundred and fifty and made runs. He made a lot of runs, like like Pan has done. It just seventies, eighties, the odd hundred in really tough situations, and he's done that repeatedly. Done that so, yeah. home and away. So you can't do any more than that. Uh, the focus though will always be on his keeping. So you know. Uh, and as it should be for any test keeper, so it's it's yet to see how he goes in England. But yeah, there's yeah, Australian fans couldn't believe it that they left him out from the first test. I can only assume that was a Coley decision, Coley Shastri decision. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> that got proven wrong. Yeah, I, I think it is also just generally the. You could see him struggling with wicket keeping after the post lockdown weight gain. He was not as like he's pretty springy generally, and you could see that in like he just didn't look as fit uh, uh, after the lockdown. So I think maybe that was one of those reasons. Also, yeah, it's India, man. You know how this is. We pick our test match team based on IPL, and we pick our T20 team based on Instagram followers. So you know it's. <laughs> It's damn random. You never know why people are getting picked and why they are getting dropped, you know, uh, especially in this current Raj. Hey, somebody suggested, Shanky suggested we could be uh, Viv Richards also. Yeah, dude, I would like to be Viv Richards if I could for a day. That's actually a great, yeah, Viv Richards is a fucking rock star. And it's his birthday uh, today. Oh, oh, ah, hey, happy birthday. Uh, I'd like, not like he's watching. Uh, uh, in case he's watching. In case he's watching this. Happy birthday, uncle. Uh, uh, Ajay Reddy sends, sends in a super chat and giving us trivia, which I love it when people give me trivia and money at the same time. Uh, off topic trivia Shaheen Shah Afridi is getting engaged to Shahid Afridi's daughter. Thank you, Ajay Reddy, for that information. 
That's good to know. <laughs> All the, I, I I I love it when uh, you know some of those cricket pages share uh, uh, who is Shubman Gill dating eight photos that prove to you and 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 then it's like eight random photos from Instagram of the poor <laughs> kid and with some girl and it's like this is and it, I think it's uh, Sachin's daughter or something. Okay, and it's hilarious the amount of the, just the just the, I I know, dude. I got sucked in, dude. I have this Instagram, no, dude. Sometimes you just like and then, why we why yeah. we talk about this, Akash? That's true. We should not <laughs> be talking about. It. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, coming back rather uh, to the test match. I need to keep bringing you guys back. It seems. Uh, so yeah, uh, there's obviously uh, punts that we spoke about. We've spoken about how good Washington's batting was. Uh, again, Stokes with a massive bowling performance. The guy was just, you know, like a machine on that day when they were just over bowling him. They made him bowl like some 14, 15 overs in the day or more. I think. Which used to be normal once upon a time. It used to yeah. be normal, but you have to understand that it's also like 41 degrees out there. It Even then, you know, like it's not normal to bowl so many overs in that heat. Uh, I beg to differ. Who <laughs> bowl one over in 41 degrees, Akash? Go. I am Ramesh Power. I have been dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Else I would have gone. Okay. They don't need sure. me right now. Sure, you would. Yes, that's true. Uh, so, yeah, Ben Stokes uh, coming back with a four wicket haul. Uh, yeah, other than that, Dominic Bess. I want to address this situation a little bit. Dominic Bess is the Kuldeep Yadav of the English cricket team. He has no confidence from the team management. I have said this before. He was not played when it was the perfect opportunity to play him. Uh, these are just the similarities between Bess and Kuldeep Yadav. And uh, yeah, it's just like a good spinner who's like low on confidence. Uh, what what seems to be the problem with him? Akash? I think that they just need to stick with him for a couple of tests. I mean, dropping him after one test when he can get wickets. He does get wickets from pretty crappy balls sometimes, but then it happens, you know. But uh, England, yeah, it just keeps happening. You know, teams that go overseas just lose the plot. You know, if, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for India's injuries during the last series here, it may have been different. You know, I mean, the that first eleven, if India had stuck with that for the whole series without the injuries, they might have lost because. Uh, the players that came in were much better. So, uh, but yeah, England are doing no favours for their, their team, for the guys who are struggling by not giving them a chance to to uh, just be consistent. And you can only do that if you're getting selected consistently. But that, I think it was in the, was it in the first test that Best was just bowling complete junk <laughs> anyway? Um, yeah. Yeah, and but it's his first test in India, so give him a break, you know. I mean, Shane Warne bowled like a loser in his first test in India. Hmm. I mean, is it Dominic fault that uh, Ajinkya Rane is getting out of his full toss? Is it his fault? No, it's not. He caught Ajinkya Rane, he caught Virat Kohli, so, you know, he had a pretty good outing in the first match and uh, they should have, uh, you know, kept the confidence in him. I think that was important... Uh, as player, as far as player development goes, but uh, it is what it is. England has some scientific way of selecting their eleven, it seems, and uh, best had to be dropped. 
I hope we yeah, keep hey, doing this scientific method. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Such, an, uh, such an Australian <laughs> fan thing to say. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll move on a little bit. Uh, I want to uh, talk about something that seems to go unnoticed, and that is Ajinkya Rahane in the slips, especially to spinners. Like, this guy has some massive uh, confidence in his slip catching, and it shows. Just, you know, he just catches the ball and throws it to the leg umpire. He just like yeah. catches it and throws it, catches it. And he's just constantly catching everything. These guys are edging and he's catching. It's so amazing. We are not appreciating this enough. Uh, but he is a very important part of uh, India's victory when it comes to the bowling performances. Hmm. I think the last time we saw this good, a slip fielder for India was Rahul Dravid. And uh, since then, I think this is the... This guy is right up there with him. I don't have his numbers in terms of uh, how many catches he's taken and all, but I'm sure it's pretty high. Yeah, I think Chad will Chad, if you could help us out uh, and let us know how many catches he's taken in slips. Uh, Ajay Reddy coming in with a super chat. Thank you, man. He's saying, congrats on a great career, Shabazz Nadeem. <laughs> oh, poor Shabazz. This is what no dude. And it's just, it's just like, I've never seen a career be undone by no-balls, man. <laughs> so many no-balls. All of it happened like so quickly for the guy. <coughs> uh, uh, in, by the way, if you're, uh, if you're watching this right now, I'm going to do some announcements. Uh, like the stream, so that you like the stream, you can follow us on Discord and Instagram for more stuff that happens between the make more little content shit. Uh, that goes out throughout the week. Uh, uh, Discord, you can join up on the Discord. It's my Discord, but it's also Couchpundit Discord. Everything happens there. We do post-match after every day of test match. Uh, we do meme competitions. We have other conversations. Things are nice there as well. Uh, hit the like. Hit the like. Hit the like thing. Hit the, if you notice, if you're watching this, if you notice, if, you, if the likes increase, so uske baad automatically the number of viewers also increase. That's because YouTube pushes the video harder the more people who like it. So that's why I'm asking you to do that. Um, and uh, uh, last thing, uh, by the way, if you're not watching, India uh, is playing South Africa. Indian women, India women are playing uh, South Africa women. Uh, we are in the 49th over and India is 170 for 8. Uh, Mithili, uh, Mithali Raj managed to get a half century, but uh, that's been the most excitement going on. Okay, coming back. Coming back. Uh, so let's move on a little bit uh, now to the Australia-New Zealand uh, T20 series that's been going on. New Zealand have won that 3-2, winning the final game today. Uh, Rob, thoughts, feelings on this since you are an Australian fan? I would take it. Nobody cares. No. <laughs> Nobody cares. Does T20 bilateral series even matter anymore? No. Such a waste. They never have mattered. No one cares. I mean, uh, I can only imagine <laughs> it getting even less press if we were playing in South Africa right now. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's amazing that we lost <laughs> by that by that margin. I mean, I, I thought we'd lose 5-0 easily. Um, uh, yeah, uh, again... Picking players out of the out of the big bash, exactly the same as India picking players out of the IPL, and we saw well at least India's T Twenty team has done a lot better than Australia's T Twenty team. We've done nothing at all, but uh, um, yeah, Australia's got no idea basically how to select. Saint, Luke, 
uh, I was mainly watching to see what Finch does. I thought Finch looked good. Uh, yeah, he looked better as the series went on. Um, he's such a massive hitter, so you know. But uh, uh, he's getting on a bit. He's not young anymore, so you know. Uh, you know, twenty, thirty years ago, he'd be he'd be retired by now. So, um, and he's he's never had the most unbelievably solid defense technique like say Dravid. Yeah. So he so if he's in a bit of bad form, he has to literally slog him slog his way out of it. You know? Mm. Um but yeah, disappointing that players like Maxwell again just has one good innings out of four or five, which is not good enough. Uh New Zealand did really well. Uh aside from a couple of lost matches they did really well. Um, all the way through, Guptal still really good as, as an opener. Um, you know, so yeah. But uh, again, one of those series that people forget about it pretty quickly. I would have thought. Uh, by the way, the stats just came in. I don't know if these are correct, but Amit Dubey, thanks, man. He's saying Rahane has taken ninety-five catches in the last seventy-three matches. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, that's what na, the last time uh, they were doing the pre-match uh, conference and some uh, reporter asked uh, Jinx, you know, he was like, what do you think about your contribution to team? You are not batting and all. And Ajinkya Rahane just said, boss, just shut the f*** up, dude. I know what I do for this team. And I think that's like a great to hear from like Rahane. Because yeah. I'm like, man, this guy is so quiet all the time. Uh, He's getting so, I wanted to ask you this. You have seen a lot of cricket in your time, I'm sure. And <laughs> how often have you seen a team coach, okay, a team ka head coach only come out for press conferences when the fucking team wins? Well, yeah, that's the the Shastri special. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty fun. <laughs> but as Aussies, we all think the whole situation with Shastri is just hilarious. Because, uh, you know, uh, we all hated his commentary. Uh, and <laughs> Are you saying you did not enjoy the Shaz and Vash show? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, but uh, Shastri's clearly got something going for him because he's winning. But... Uh, the problem is, when winning do you lose? It's really bad. Like, really bad when they lose. <laughs> you know, they don't lose close matches. <laughs> they get smashed when they lose. And, and it's, and the, you know, the fans and the media go nuts. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's probably good for his point of view that India has been winning recently uh, because when they lose, it's, it's pretty bad, you know. The media goes overboard. The fans go just ballistic on social media. It's unbelievable. I mean, that's just because there are so many of us. I mean, it's it's gotten yeah. a lot better though. Like we like Indian fans don't go and like burn effigies and throw stones. And no more, no more stoning of cricketers' houses. Yeah, yeah. So no, that we realized happening. Hmm. Uh, no, no, we realized that this is more a Pakistan thing. You know, it's not. Uh, we are not. <laughs> Um, Shreya Sandi coming in with a super chat. Thank you, man. He says, uh, guys, what do you think of Vihari and Bhubi's place in the test squad, especially after everyone killing it in England and Australia series? 
that's actually very interesting we were davar and i were discussing this only because uh, i think hanuma vihari has lost his place to washington sundar no 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 he is not i don't think he has i think i don't think he has but yeah say what you want to say no so uh, that's what i'm trying to ask you like what do you think what happens to vihari and bhubi now because bhubi to is injured most of the time anyway so it doesn't matter but vihari i i feel really i feel for that guy man you know i have always felt that if you go out of the team because of an injury uh, once you recover you should be given the chance to hold on to your position if your replacement has done you know fairly well uh, but i think bhuvi's time out of this team from due to injury has been so long that he may have lost that uh, you know chance to just like walk right back into the team i think he'll walk into the team now if you know uh, india are playing four pacers and the conditions are great for swinging and he's fit and all of those things several things have to now work in his favor for him to be picked because he's no longer right up there in the pecking order because these replacements have been doing so well hmm. uh as far as vihari is concerned though he just played a match saving knock his last innings so you can't you know you can't just kick him out of the team but uh, for that spot that he is playing for there is competition with sundar and hardik pandya depending on the conditions mm. uh, arguably sundar may be the slightly better bowler than vihari and pandya would be a slightly better batsman than vihari uh, maybe maybe not arguably but uh, yeah so there is weird competition for his spot uh, in my opinion mm. rob thoughts I think he he might play in England because they uh, I I think he's a genuine number 6 mm. and but it all depends if they want to play five bowlers or not I don't think he's good enough to be the fifth bowler mm. but no he's I don't think so yeah I agree yeah he's not as good as as Sundar or yeah or any of those guys so so yeah Yeah, it's ages. So I, I think that I, I think that they'll be looking to play five bowlers uh, and uh, five batsmen, and with Pant at six, no mm. place for a hurry. Yeah, Hardik, I think is going to be very interesting to watch what happens now because uh, considering he's worked on his uh, delivery also now, I mean he's changed his action in order to better facilitate whatever's uh, you know because he kept getting injured so much because of the bowling. so i'm actually very interested to see cuz hardik works well as a pace option for india because you have all these other great disciplined pace bowlers um and i think that's where vihari ends up not getting like you know that's where i feel like vihari is going to miss out because like you said vihari ka bowling is nothing great nothing to write home about uh, and i don't know i mean his first class average thanks optimistically guruji since first class average is 60 for vihari and that's a great average but you know i i i just i feel like when you have a choice between a hardik who is going to definitely bowl and sundar by the way who has played two match winning almost knocks in the time that he's replaced vihari right so that's why i feel like vihari is i don't think i i, I really don't think they're going to play him in england you are then you are then again going by recency bias vihari has also done this in the past for the team not just the last innings that he played even in the past in the west indies he's got a century so you know yeah. he's he's been important for the team you don't just like say sundar has done this sundar has yeah. also done it so again replacement has done well for mm. vihari but sundar only came in because vihari couldn't make it right mm. Mm. 
literally the start of the over where West Indies collapsed, where they needed, I can't remember how many they did, they needed 30-something runs or 40 runs with eight wickets in hand, and the collapse happened just at the 40th over, just just collapsed like in a heap. I went to bed, pressed stop on the tape. I thought, forget this. Woke up in the morning. Yeah, I went to the kitchen, and my mum said, oh, it was good the Aussies won. And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? We're thrashed. <laughs> I watched it. And she goes, no, no, no. Then you said that Australia won by five, six runs or whatever it was. And I was like, no. And then, yeah, I saw it on the news. It was like 10 a.m. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and back then, you couldn't just watch the highlights somewhere. There was yeah. no replay. But I got the greatest luck of all time out of that because Channel 9 said, that in that, the next day, in the evening, they would replay the last 20 overs live. Ah. Because, everyone, because everyone missed it because it was like 2 a.m., you know, in Australia when the end of the match finished. So I could not believe it. The greatest luck, they actually replayed the last 20 overs. So I, I regretted it for about seven hours until, I, until Channel 9 said they were going to replay it which is the only time that's ever happened you know so yeah, yeah. why Crazy. do you think there is no website for all like there has to be a repository right like where all the matches should be there you know what i mean like i can't understand how in 2021 there's no netflix for cricket matches i mean yeah. you were talking to so him. no i mean that's what like, like and like you have to like your, your channel isn't monetized like you have to keep like and you're constantly under threat of this thing uh, when, hey, by the way, that's what I was going to ask you at the beginning of all this. When Cricket Australia said that it was a technical error that your videos got uh, uh, this thing, was it really a technical error? <laughs> or did they realize in retrospect that they goofed up? <laughs> they messed with the wrong fucking channel. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it was, uh, that was all was very funny that day how it all panned out. But uh, yeah, they stuffed up. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, what like when when BCCI talks to you like how how do they talk to you do they, are they just like completely dismissive what is the conversation that was had with BCCI generally they go through either ICC first hmm. or through Copyright Integrity International which most of the cricket boards hire to monitor uh, online uh, activity with footage, but uh, 
Yeah, so no direct conversation with BC, the BCCI, only through the lawyers for ICC, which has been perfectly nice and fine, no complaints at, at all. Um, I, I, I would much rather have an email that says, hey, Rob, you know, we we don't want to shut down your video, so could you do it for us? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know that's fine. Okay, I say yeah, no problem, and I terminate myself. Otherwise, I get shut down. So, mm. uh, but yeah, it it is pretty funny how there's a it's starting to develop now where the where so, social media is so powerful. You know that uh, mm. you know uh, that there's a chance if I ever did get shut down that. You know, social media could go a bit nuts and and help out, but uh, you never know. But hey, at the moment, I'm doing what I can to not get into that situation to begin with. <laughs> yeah, and we all appreciate you for it, man. Like, if it weren't for you, I mean, oh, so many moments of cricket that I didn't know happened have happened in my life on your YouTube channel. <laughs> yes. So yeah, thanks for that. Okay, Tawas, moving on. Uh, moving on, I think we have now come to the end of our topics. Uh, yeah. So we've discussed what we had to discuss as far as India England was concerned. Australia New Zealand, like Rob said, nobody cares. So I don't even want to talk about Maxwell and Devon Conway and who the hell is Riley Meredith. But uh, yeah, he was bought for eight crores in the IPL auction. In case you missed it. Uh, so yeah, that is that from our topics any other questions for rob akash no that is that is everything that the chat had that is everything that i had to ask as well uh, and that's and it one then. more question one ah. more question it is about the title of rob's videos uh, where, where <laughs> do you sit and come up with these titles okay so <laughs> it's actually it's actually pretty funny because right when i started the channel when i first started in the 2009-2010, I uploaded a few videos and they did nothing, but I didn't care because I didn't care. It's YouTube. Who cares? Um, I'm, I'm not some teenage YouTuber trying to make a, a living off meme videos and shit. So I, uh, and I messaged a few other channels who I admired who are all terminated now. Um, and they said, oh, you've got to work on your titles. You, they're just boring, you know, uh, spice them up a little bit. And I said, I said, really? I said, who would care? Surely the footage is what counts. And so I thought, all right. So I, I quickly uploaded a few videos and I copied other titles on other videos, not even originals. But they got shut down before I did. So then it's left me standing with these videos. <laughs> I didn't even make them up. But uh, um, people often will suggest titles. There's a video that I've got up, which has got so many more views over the last few months because someone said it's a video of uh, Akash Chopra facing Brett Lee. And it, it had about 100,000 views. And I didn't care about it. I don't remember any of the videos. They're just gone. But and someone said, "Oh, you know, everyone hates Akash Chopra. You should spice up that title, and it, it it'll go nuts." Literally overnight, <laughs> a, a video that's seven years old that no one cared about. I just changed the title to whatever I changed it to, and now it's got millions of views from from mm. nothing, just from changing the title to something dumb. 
so yeah generally i i uh i just i i take uh the comments that people make and uh you know say hey you know what if you had to retitle this video what would you what would you say <laughs> you know, and, you know i'm going to uh, retitle so this video to uh, rob moody uh, rob linda faces 67 deliveries yeah is it and you know so many people say oh you know if you if you if you upload any video of ravi shastri you got to mention the scotch and you know all the sort of stuff about a pabs or whatever and i'm like oh that's funny so yeah people generally just think it's hilarious you know that there's only a I I small few who get you know genuinely triggered but most people just think it's hilarious. Mm. All right. That's it then that's the stream man thank you so much for coming Rob like once again it's it amazes us that people who are as into cricket uh, as us are willing to come on this and talk about it. It's just it's too good. Uh, I love it. That's uh, well, so. That's the end of the stream, guys. Thank you so much for watching. If you have not hit the like button already, hit the like button. You can follow all of us in all of the places that we are. Uh, it's all in the description. You, if you don't already subscribe to Lovinda, just fucking go and subscribe, uh, and to me also, and follow us on Couch Pundits also, and join the Discord also. And now go and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. You are free. Okay. Now, uh, quick announcement. Next stream is on Wednesday. Who is the guest? I will. We will tell you. okay but it's on wednesday and we're doing it on wednesday we will see you then thank you so much for watching so far thank you so much dawal thank you so much rob thank you so much audience thank you so much birds on the back thank you so much bye bye